Under the bridge would like to acknowledge the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation as the traditional custodians on the land where this podcast is created. We pay our deepest respect to Elders past, present and emerging and acknowledge the enduring struggle that Indigenous Australians face. Sovereignty was never ceded. Cool. First stop, the train on platform. First stop, on team. Sydney. Sydney. Under the bridge. An FBI radio podcast. Welcome back. You are listening to Under the Bridge. It is your favourite Sydney music podcast, even if it's not. I'm telling you it is. My name is Abby Butler. And I'm Joe Khan. And uh, we're back once again after our Rager 21st episode. Yeah. Double digits, 22. Good times. Good times. How's your week been? Yeah, I've had a really good week. It's um, been a bit of a slow burner, mm-hmm. but coming to uh, yeah, coming to the end of it now. It's always nice to sit down in the studio with you and chew the fat, you know? Indeed. Yeah. Did you get to catch any live local music this week? I did. I did. I caught Hector Gachon, uh, Renwick and Dives not too long ago. They were really, really great. Just like um, it was just such a bedroom pop <laughs> party. Bring in the bedroom into the public. Yeah, yeah. Sharing that bedroom intimacy. But it was actually quite interesting. I, I, I was having a chat with Renwick after his set and I was talking about how like bedroom pop in Sydney, it, it's very male dominated mm-hmm. and very white male dominated, at least mm-hmm. in the space of being acknowledged publicly. And he had some pretty interesting thoughts about it too. He was saying that it's very much something that he's aware of and he thinks artists like Claro mm. are really like elevating um, bedroom pop artists that are non-male uh, to the kind of greater spectrum of like conversation. And he's he was quite hopeful that that might encourage more uh, non-male bedroom pop artists to kind of let themselves be known. And it was just like an interesting topic to be talking about especially being um you know involved with under the bridge and we do play a lot of bedroom pop artists but just like noticing that there are a lot of men occupying that space Mm, absolutely and and as well in that bedroom pop is such an interesting genre because it is so accessible and so you would imagine that it is one of those genres whereby you don't need to have a whole lot of experience you can kind of just play around with the production materials you have to create sound so that's a really interesting discussion yeah i've got to say i caught some live music and i think that i and i know this is a big call but there's also another big call that's coming up later in the show so keep your ear peeled (laughs) but i think that i during one of these live sets witnessed one of my favorite covers to ever come out of a sydney axe set who was it where was it it was reese lucia upstairs at the lansdowne uh, she is a brilliant indie folk singer-songwriter, um, has a little bit of soul and jazz to her as well, but she covered Feels Like We Only Go Backwards. Oh, how good's that? And it was so dreamy. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I really hope she releases it. That's so nice. Anyways, though, we'll stop chinwagging without our We're here to talk business, we aren't are. we? We are, we got to get down yeah. business. Let's dive into our latest episode of Under the Bridge. You're listening to Under the Bridge. Time for our favourite spontaneously named segment. (laughs) It's snippets. It's where we give you a little taste of what we have been loving out of Sydney this week. And Joe is going to head straight 
into it first. Yeah, I mean, it's been a hot minute since we've heard from this artist. Um, I'm sure many of you would be around this artist's track, Gina, which flooded the airwaves last year at FBI. I'm talking about Otis Thomas, and he's put out a brand new track called Neck of the Woods. So Gina was actually the third most played track at the station last year. And Abby, who took out the one and two? Um, as a certified Slimset stan, which I'm actually very <laughs> glad I said that in one go. Uh, that was my first take. Slimset, they claimed one and two. So really to, to take out third spot against Slimset is a massive task. Yeah. And I mean, he, he took it in his stride. It's, he's such an incredibly unique artist. And I think he... um. Yeah, he's deserving of a little bit of parading right now because his new track's just bloody lovely. Uh, After a bit of a quiet lull, he's definitely come back in full swing for spring. His latest single, Neck of the Woods, carries on with his trademark, kind of poetic spoken word lyrics to the backdrop of some sprightly guitar that invites you into the mind of a man stuck between two worlds. His music is warm, uplifting, and angsty all at the same time. Otis has a knack for journaling his own introspections, whether they're filled with curiosity, self-doubt, or longing in a really, really unique way, spinning a yarn through the luscious musical worlds that he creates so beautifully. So let's take a listen to Otis Thomas with Neck of the Woods. first snippet I'm actually doing something a little different Joe Khan so watch out I am going to be playing a remix of a Sydney artist from another Sydney artist cool but <laughs> it's it's not a remix in the way that you would traditionally imagine it so a bit of context Moody Beach released the track Slave a couple of months ago and then released an EP that was filled with three different Sydney artists remixes of that track Slave so you had Pool Room Joyride and Egoism. And the one that I am going to be showcasing is from that two-piece who we have spoken about before. So skip back to that episode for a bit of background on who Egoism are, but they are really taking off. And this song, they take Moody Beach's dark and brooding electronic nighttime anthem, which has a lot of gouchiness to it, and they transform it into 
quite an angsty indie number, which is really interesting. They actually said it's pretty much a cover, but with the same vocals. So it's cool to see a remix uh, in a different musical sense than we're normally used to hearing, which is traditionally more electronic. But this is in the indie direction, which uh, naturally I'm quite a fan of. It retains the visceral theme of objectification, ownership and agency, but it just replaces the sultry synths with some 90s reminiscent guitars and, of course, includes the glorious harmonies that egoism have perfected so we get into it this one is the remix from egoism of moody beach's slave second snippet this week comes from Jada Woods. He is another hip-hop R&B artist out of Western Sydney that is absolutely killing it. And this is the second single that Jada's released this year following on from Selfless. He's got a really suave and kind of pillowed talking delivery in this latest track, which is called Lovesick. And you can tell that he's got a soft spot for some heavy bass in the production. He lists church gospels, 2000s R&B, and fast-paced distorted bass compositions as influences to his sound. And yeah, by no means does he kind of um, ignore those obvious influences in this track. I listened to this one a few times on repeat to really get a feel for it. And I feel like I saw it in a new light each time. I love how in sync everything is in this track. It just feels like from the offset, he's got you wrapped around his finger and I'm obviously not alone in feeling that way. For someone with only two songs out there, he's got a stack of Spotify plays, so others are definitely feeling the love on Jada Woods. Take a listen to his new track. It's called Lovesick. So rhythm Let you pop it anymore Cause I can't love no more oh, yeah. Ever since you are the same Damn emotion that you never change Cause your loving got me switching lanes Yeah It's about a damn time I'm going to train picking up your phone I'm trying to find a way to your peace in my living room. Yes. 
shit, I'm fucking lovesick. Tell me what you want. Uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember all them better days. Acting like a fool for your love. I was sipping, I was drinking all those things that you've been saying. I don't talk about it. But if you wanna drop my name, then I'm gonna talk about it. Now, Joe, you and I both love it when a musician is able to explore their different musical sides with different projects. Like a chameleon. Indeed. And that is just what Annabelle Blackman of Body Type has done. Now, Body Type, if you haven't had the chance to listen to them, are more in the rocky, punkier side of things, you'd probably say. But this solo project, which is aptly titled Solo Career, goes in a very different direction. This song is, uh, I saw it described as charred electronica. And I would say it feels as though you are walking through a forest, a foggy one at that, and there are just hazy synths to your left and to your right. It really is one of those songs that are suitable for a bit of late night lingering when your brain is wide awake, but the rest of the world is certainly fast asleep. And Annabelle herself has said of the song that it is a beautified whinge over the agony and boredom of waiting for the romantic object to reply. I also hear a little bit of Lana Del Rey in it, in the broodiness, but I would love to know what you think of it. It is Solo Career with Feelings. into an EP, a record, maybe a mixtape every now and again from a Sydney artist that we have been really enjoying. Joe, take it away. What have we got this week? This week we are going to be exploring the latest record from Dying Adolescence, which is a solo project of Mikey Barker, who is an artist who has his finger in a few pies. He's a member of Bleeding Knees Club, Neighbourhood Void and 1-800-MIKEY, and he's put out a record called Please Be Kind. I actually listened to this one as I rode my bike to the station, which was a pretty interesting experience because as I started listening to it, I maybe naively thought that I could wrap my head around what to expect from this EP because I think that the first track or two really lull you into a false sense of security that it's going to be just your usual kind of reverb-filled punk-ish indie little number but Mm. then it also throws you a couple of curveballs with these very expansive very scenic instrumental uh 
tracks that are littered throughout the EP. Yeah, you, you said something a little bit earlier before we started recording. You said that you think that this could be your favourite album that we've talked about on Spotlight. I think so. I think I think both in the way that it really threw me for six sonically because I was caught quite off guard with the sounds that I was hearing, but also in the way that the album is constructed. It goes through a couple of different themes. It's a really inward-looking piece of music, and I think that it is uh, put together in a really beautiful and interesting way. So it definitely stands out for me as one of the records uh, that... I've enjoyed over the past couple of episodes. Yeah, this record really finds Mikey reflecting on the obsessions, influences and passions that helped shape his adolescence and brings together kind of new beginnings and old ends. And it's very much like, yeah, as as you said, like it looks inwards, but it's also looking outwards as mm. well. Like it's not, it's treating the two as like a kind of symbiotic relationship where you know, obviously all this stuff's going on on the outside, but he's just able to really communicate that in a really personal way. Um, And I feel like this record tells the tales of someone grappling with their own thoughts as they do try and take on these challenges that come with being a young adult. Definitely see where you're coming from. And I would say that the track Toxic Masculinity is a good example of that one, whereby you can see in the title that the song is going going to be about this broad theme of toxic masculinity but he brings a personal more intimate element to it which takes it to a quite a different level and also just in the fact that there is a song within this ep and within this genre that is tackling that subject i think is a really good sign of things to come from this artist yeah i mean i get tiny little houses vibes to some degree or maybe even candy out of melbourne okay yeah kind of like they're of the sim of similar ilk, yeah. in my opinion. Um, I hear a little bit of, like fritziness as well. Oh, yeah, perhaps. yeah, yeah. I feel that. Uh, the songs feel like they've been directly streamed out of Mikey's brain as he's laid up on his pillow, sleepless at night, trying to deal with the angst that mm. he's feeling. And yeah, it translates in quite a quite a beautiful way. It's a great record. So let's get into it. What song are we showcasing, Joe? We're going to be playing you a song by Dying Adolescence called Losing Myself, taken off its brand new record, Please Be Kind.
This is Under the Bridge. All right, Abby, it's time to play favourites. It's Raise the Bridge. It's where we get to pick apart our absolute favourite individual release from this week. And you're going to kick things off for us. What have you got? I have got a song from Captain Earwax. That is the moniker behind Australian multidisciplinary artist Daniel O'Toole. And this song comes from his latest record, which I really like the name of, Volcano Toast. The song is Skin Cells and it features the vocals of Melody Laffey. Now, she actually wrote this song uh, about grief. It was written after Melody had lost someone close to her and she said it was like trying to make sense of my own fears and to support someone I love and to make sense of the hurt, confusion, anger and nameless feelings. And I think that that idea of making sense is very potent within this particular song. Making sense of that cocktail of emotion and Captain Earwax does so through a really expansive and scattered range of sounds. This song is very contemplative and curious and it's filled with sounds that rattle and glitch their way into your brain. I think that the breathy and fragile voice of Melody Laffey that comes through somewhat unexpectedly about halfway into the song, it complements that narrative of losing someone and grappling with the range of emotions that make themselves present in an event such as that. I really think that this song and the whole album, to be quite honest, is one to listen through through a good set of headphones. So if you don't have some, steal your mate's pair of Audio-Technica's, whatever their preference is, and chuck them on your ears, sink your teeth into the whole album, but particularly this one from Captain Earwax and Melody Laffey, it's Skin Cells. Some thought. 
I think when those vocals come through, it really does um, make the track feel whole. Mm. I guess when I was listening to it before those vocals came in, I I saw it as a total different piece of music. It it was really, um, yeah, kind of soundtracky, I guess. Like Mm -hmm. I could see that happening in like a video game or something like that. It had all these really interesting... um, It's almost playful in a sense. Yeah. When the vocals come in, it does give... A just ground, meaning? yeah, grounds it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it's quite a beautiful track. I'm really glad you picked that one. Oh, thanks, yeah. man. Thanks. <laughs> no, that's okay. Oh. Um, Over to you. What yeah. have you got? What's your race I mean, bridge this week? It's a little bit funny because the track I've selected for this week is also an electronic track. There we go. And it's not something that I'm. I play too often for my Razor Bridge, so it's cool to be able to, yeah, come across a track that's really caught me in a way, and it's interesting that you've picked the same week to have yeah. that. So there you go. It's electronic week here yeah. on Under the Bridge. Mm-ss, 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 mm-ss. <laughs> no, it's nothing like that. That is your idea of electronic. <laughs> yeah. Well, not anymore. Not anymore. So, yeah, I'm going to be chatting about <laughs> a track from K-Sin. It's the latest release from producer and drummer Nicholas Meredith and it's called Always Never Enough. The track really evokes a sense of dystopia. You've got these jarring yet captivating industrial percussion elements to this song that leaves no stone unturned when it comes to building tension. I can seriously see this track being adapted into a short film. Think Apocalypto meets Shutter Island meets Prometheus. Yeah, it's got this epic quality that's like really dramatic in the best type of way. This is one of two singles Kaysen released um, at the same time. And the other one is a lot more on the ambient atmospheric side. He said that while he was making this release, his life was completely fractured and music was the only thing he felt he had control over. And the tracks tell a story of loss, grief and recovery. So buckle in, let Kaysen take you into the fault lines of a fractured mind. Here's a track called Always Never Enough.
I'm going to sound like an absolute noob as I say this, but something that I really appreciate about electronic music is that it can achieve such an effect by not only, you know, introducing these sharp contrasts in sound, but in the space that it lets sounds breathe in a Mm. sense like within that track you hear these really pulsating synths but they linger for a little longer than you expect and it really case in within this track is very patient in the way that he lets sounds linger and last for a little longer than you think that they will uh as other sounds are introduced and as you said it it is very cinematic Mm. in that element because you listen to the start of it and you land at a place three quarters of the way through the song that you might necessarily expect which I, i really enjoyed about that yeah i think he's done a really good job of pulling you through like a wormhole and then Mm. spitting you out the other end. Yeah. You know, you kind of, time slows down for a little bit, but then just like that, you're in the middle of the cosmos. Yeah. Flipping around among the space debris. Agree. It's just (laughs) like the moment that he shuts off that sound and then from the back of, uh, from out of nowhere, this little kind of tinkling sound begins. You're kind of like, okay, yeah. strapped in. Yeah. Where are we going next? Yeah. And, and just for the record, tingling sound is the correct terminology that like oh. electronic music artists use in these situations. Thank you. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> We're breaking ground here. <laughs> Under the bridge. And here we are at the end of our 22nd episode of Under the Bridge. When you said that, I, I thought you said 22nd. It is. No, but like... Second, like 60 seconds? 20 seconds seconds of Sydney. Maybe that's what we should do. You know, everyone's got really short attention spans, so maybe it should be a 20 second. How fast can you go? 10 seconds each. Well, would we get through, what, one song? No, we've got to still get through the same amount of songs, but you've got 10 seconds each. Fast forward. (laughs) No, it's got to be the same pitch. It's got to be the same speed. It's got to be 10 seconds. Challenge accepted. Yep, you've heard our... uh, had our ideas for the future now strap in but if you like what you heard right here on this episode then be sure to subscribe on itunes follow us on spotify wherever you hear your podcast make sure that you can hear us next time uh and you can follow along for the ride on instagram as well yeah that's it at under the bridge podcast our instagram for those who um heard me speak over abby while she was mentioning it just then But yeah, hey, it's been it's been a real time. It has, and I'll catch you next week. Yeah, but before we say goodbyes, um, our email address is underthebridgepodcast at fbiradio.com. And I mentioned at the start of the show, we were having a little chat about bedroom pop artists and how it is um, a space being quite obviously occupied by a lot of male artists in Sydney. It would be really cool to hear from any non-male bedroom pop artists in Sydney right now that want to reach out with their music. And that goes for any artist, any genre. Our emails are open and so is our Instagram. So we hope to see you there, whether you're a music maker or music lover like ourselves. And uh, maybe you'll be in the next episode. Same time, same place, next week. Sounds good. Catch you then. Bye. Bye.